Hello everybody and welcome back to the Self-Help University, the podcast where I help you guys on your personal development journey. Now today I have a pretty interesting topic and something that's had a big impact on my life over I'd say the last two or three weeks and that is meditation. Okay, this is crazy. Why are more people not doing this? And this is something that I recently discovered, as I said, two or three weeks ago. And I'm going to tell you guys a quick story. So I was just getting kind of frustrated. I was really impatient. I was really easily agitated all the time. And especially when I was around specific people, or if I was in specific situations, it would just make me a lot worse. I was very on edge a lot of the time. Not that I was angry or anything like that. And I didn't even realize it in myself. I just thought that was the way everyone was supposed to be okay. about two or three weeks ago I just said you know what I'm quitting social media I'm giving it up because it's just causing a strain on my life you know how you have screen time on your iPhone if you guys have iPhone I'm pretty sure they have it on Android now you can get apps for it I was spending eight hours a day on my phone eight hours a day and that was mostly on social media not including YouTube of course but I mean you know anything with a feed like Instagram Facebook or Twitter so I said you know what forget about all this stuff I'm giving it up because those things are designed to have an unlimited amount of content you know it's like like if you have one friend on Facebook you're not just going to see their posts you're going to see their posts and their friends posts and their friends of friends posts and more things that they like and share and comment and these things are designed to have an unlimited amount of content to keep you on there for as long as possible so I said this is taking up too much of my time eight hours a day and 40 hours a week I decided to give it up at the moment I am about two weeks, two weeks clean of any sort of social media bar YouTube. So I've given up Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter, everything like that, anything you can think of. Surprisingly, it has been one of the best, if not the best decisions I have made in my adult life. And I'm 19, by the way, in case you're wondering. So I haven't been an adult for too long, but it's definitely been one of the best decisions I have made to better myself as a person and something that's definitely helped me along on my personal development journey And I definitely recommend you guys give it a try, maybe go for a day and then go for two days and then try to get it to a week. But I'll make a full podcast episode on it um, in the future. You know, I have another two weeks left on my anti-social media campaign and I'll let you guys know the results of it. And I do plan to stop using social media altogether afterwards, but I want to give you guys, you know, a 31 day detox of social media and give you guys the results. But I was like, I need something to fill all this time. Okay. Cause I'm at home. I'm on summer break from college and university and stuff like that. I'm like, I need stuff to fill my time. As you guys know, obviously I'm interested in personal help and uh, self-development and all that stuff like that. So I have a load of books and most of them I've read and some of them I haven't, but I've made it my daily schedule to read at least one hour a day. And I've been doing that every single day. And I just got back from Berlin as well with my family and my girlfriend, which was great. And surprisingly, on the two-hour flight to Berlin from Ireland, I got about three or four chapters done each way. So I'm really making some good progress. I'm telling you, just sitting back chilling and reading is amazing. And you guys might be thinking, as I said before, when people think of books, they think of school. They're like, ugh, sick books, learning. Why do that when I can go on Facebook and look at dank memes? You know what I mean? And I think before when I tried to read books, it would always be, okay, Devin, you're going to sit down and read. And I'd be nearly forcing myself because I'm like, I want to check my phone. Did anyone text me? And it's, it's scary. Like it's like, it's an, it's an addiction. Like it is, it is a real addiction for young adults and teenagers and maybe even some older people, but obviously it's of a younger demographic. And I was like, I was forcing myself to read, but now I just sit down and I just get lost in the pages and People think, oh my god, that's such a cliche thing to say. But no, it's true. Like, I literally just get lost in the pages. It's so interesting. And there's so much information in books. It's such an untapped resource. And I don't know why people do not 
read more books. But that's beside the point. So alongside reading, I wanted to start eating better and I wanted to start doing things such as meditation so I could relax the mind and kind of understand my own mind a bit better because our mind, it's kind of like electricity. We use it, but we have basically no idea how it works unless that's your career, you're a neuroscientist or something like that. And even with that, they don't know that much of the brain. Obviously, they know a lot, but the brain is so vast. We can't even comprehend the power of our own brain, which is crazy because we control it, but we don't. We can use it, but we don't control it kind of thing. It's so crazy. But think about it. Every single person listening to the podcast, I want to put your hand in front of your face right now. Okay, so you just did that. You know how you did it, or do you? Do you know how you did that? No, your hand, you just thought of it and your hand just did that for you. Do you know how your brain told your arm to do that? See, we have no idea. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say, you know? So I wanted to know how I could understand my mind better. If not understand it better, at least relax it and not put as much stress on it and put the positive energy that I have in my day towards something else other than, you know, social media and tagging my friends and looking at memes and Vine compilations all day. That's what I'm on about, you know what I mean? We don't know how our brain works. And I really just wanted to detox my brain of all the negative energy because you only have 24 hours in the day. And when you wake up, you have the most amount of energy. You can't give the same amount of energy to something at 11 o'clock at night as you can at, you know, 3 o'clock in the day. It's just not possible. You only have a certain amount of energy and it's important that you put the most amount of energy into the most important things and then put the least amount of energy into the least amount, like, important things. And a lot of times we think we're already doing that. As in, we already assume that we're doing the most important things already. But when you look back and you, like, you know, you take a step back and you look at it, you realize you're wasting a lot of time in your day. And as I said before, I know circumstances are different for everybody. You know, I'm a 19-year-old computer science student who's on summer vacation or holidays or whatever you'd like to call it wherever you're from for all my American viewers who call it vacation but over here we call it a holiday you know circumstances are different so obviously if you have children or if you're working full-time or anything like that there's definitely things in your day that you can do to reduce the amount of time that you're wasting okay so if you normally you know watch tv for a half an hour do you really need a half an hour of tv Maybe if, if it's your main thing to de-stress, go ahead. But if you're sitting down for like three hours every day, just binging through Netflix shows, and if you go through Netflix and you're like, I've seen that, I've seen that, I've seen that, I've seen that, I've seen this, I've seen that, I've seen this, this show wasn't that good, I got to three seasons, didn't like it, I checked this out, I like this, we watched this with my friends. You can at least, come on, read a book for like 10 minutes a day. Or at least try some meditation. That's what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Meditation. A lot of people think that you're sitting, you know, completely naked with a little towel around your waist, like a Buddha with your head shaved out in the middle of nowhere, gazing up at the sun, legs crossed, hands up at either side, making the, you know, the old zero symbols with your two hands going hum, hum. And a lot of people think, oh, meditation is so good. You know, meditation is great. It's great for relaxing. It's kind of like the people who say, yeah, I'm going to the gym now. And then a day later, they're like, nah, no, never mind. You know, they, they like to they like to think they're doing it, but they're really not doing it. And the meditation is something that you have to repetitively do. I have tried it in the past before and it really didn't work because I wasn't in the right mindset. I had too much going on. I was too stuck in the whole social media world. You really have to just keep trying and keep trying. And once you punch through that wall of, I guess, the beginner stage of meditation, you begin to realize the immense value that it starts to bring. So I do a thing called guided chakra meditation. The chakra basically meaning that your body is built up of seven different components 
it's kind of hard to explain so if you guys would like to go and check it out I will leave a link to the meditation that I do in the description of whatever platform you're listening on because I know we're on like Spotify now which is crazy we're on YouTube Castbox uh, Pocket Cast Anchor everything like that so if you guys are on any of those platforms check the link in the description and you guys will check out the one that I do for half an hour every day I do it in the morning and I do it at night at a minimum I do it at least once a day if I have a load of free time I'll definitely make sure to do it twice a day and the reason I like to do a guided meditation is because when you're a beginner which I am you know I've only been doing this two or three weeks you can be kind of thinking in your head what am I supposed to be doing am I supposed to be doing something am I supposed to be thinking of nothing okay think of nothing think of nothing oh I thought of something and now I'm thinking about it even more it's kind of like okay everyone listening to the podcast do not think of a pink elephant Oh wait, you just th- you just thought of it, didn't you? You see, your brain can't just stop a thought from coming in. You have to really, really try. And that's the stage that I hope to get at when I finally master meditation, which definitely won't be for another few years. You know, like those guys out in the Himalayas or these monks or these like, yeah, like these Asian monks who have just mastered the art of meditation. Like, they can completely calm their mind and then people wonder why they live to like 100 years old. There is proof to this stuff and I think it's crazy that science has completely neglected meditation for the most part in terms of what doctors and GPs recommend for general health. I think everyone should be doing 10 minutes of meditation every day to calm your mind because your mind as I said is the control center for your whole body and I mean think about it. Think about a business. If the business isn't working well then the products they're serving isn't going to be great either. If people aren't getting along in the office then the productivity is going to go down and your brain is very similar. But the most important thing that guided meditation has highlighted to me is that I can control the energy in my body. You have to think of it and have an open mind to this, okay? Because it is a lot to take in and I totally understand. And a lot of people are like, oh my god, this is so stupid, I'm clicking off. Hear me out. Everything is made up of atoms and everything around you is vibrating and it's actually vibrating quite fast. Vibrating at such a high speed and on such a small level, like the atoms are so small, that you can't see it and people are like what are you talking about okay you're crazy no if you got a if you got a super microscope like the ones in school or if you got one that they have in a, a super science lab you'd see all the particles and the atoms vibrating you know if you if you zoom in on your skin you'll see it vibrating because we're all made up of of atoms and stuff like that and they run on a frequency on high and low frequencies depending on obviously what's going on around you you know that energy can be directed across your body And the thing I like with the chakra meditation is that when you're focusing on a certain section of your body, it feels like all of your energy in your body is going to that one area and it really, it's like mentally massaging yourself. You're just relaxing that part of the body. It's like, imagine if you've ever had like a cramp or anything like that or if you've had tense muscles, imagine just that tension just flowing away. The best way I could describe it is imagine an ice cube melting and a lot of people kind of disregard meditation because they're like that makes no sense okay I'm just not going to bother with this because a lot of people don't know the benefits of it but there are a lot of scientifically proven benefits and I know I just said that science has kind of neglected it it's not that they've neglected it in terms of their research into it but they don't really publicize it a lot you know you hear of each or five a day but you never hear of 
meditate and calm your mind so your mental health doesn't skew off to the side and you feel mentally ill you know that's another thing that's completely neglected in our society as much as you see mental health is important but we don't really spend that much money on it we're just gonna pump the world with pharmaceutical companies and pharmaceutical drugs to fix your arteritis even though you've been taking these tablets for 10 years and you actually feel worse now than you did when you started taking them but the benefits that I have personally felt from this guided meditation and especially going hand in hand with this whole social media detox is that I am a lot more patient, a lot, lot more patient. And it's not even that I'm consciously being more patient. I consciously realize that I'm more patient, but I'm not like, okay, Devin, come on, be patient. It's not like that. I just, things that used to bother me really don't anymore. It's kind of crazy. You are literally changing the chemical balance in your mind to some extent and changing your mindset is the biggest thing that controls your life like if you want to change something in your life you have to change your mindset okay I mean if you want to lose x amount of weight you have to be in the mindset of I'm going to eat healthy and go to the gym and not break my diet okay you, it's all about mindset and everything in life is about your mindset you can literally aspire to be anything you want to be as long as you have the right mindset and it's crazy so along with that I feel a lot more relaxed. A lot of the time before I started meditation, I feel really tense, a lot of muscle tension, especially in my at the back of my arms, my legs. I'm like six foot two or three. So a lot of people just brush it off as, oh my God, they're growing pains. I'm like, I'm 19. I haven't really grown that much since like, I don't know, a, a lot. I know I'm still like 19, so I might be growing until I'm like 22 or three. I think that's when the male body stops growing. Muscle tension isn't just growing pains okay and all of that tension has just completely vanished it's crazy so if any of you guys I don't know I guess it's like a soothing feeling it's very hard to explain and I know I'm kind of like going um but um I'm like um um you know what I mean it's it's just crazy I don't understand why this is not recommended more people are like eat your five a day but don't meditate like why are doctors not telling people especially old people I, I could honestly see this benefiting elderly people so much and I and, and it comes back to what I was saying about all those monks that you see around the world they're like 90 years old and they're still well fit and able able to take care of themselves barely no health if no if like completely zero no health problems at all and people are like how did they do that oh my god those monks they like they're so cool but then no one takes the time to look into why they're like that and that's another thing as well that I could completely just ramble on for for ages like people saying I wish I could do that and then they just don't look into how they could do that they're just like ah, eh, I'll, I'll just worry about that later when I'm you know too far into my life to be able to really change anything around and then I'll freak out about why I didn't do this and that. So the next and probably the biggest benefit I have realized from meditation is I can see things from another person's point of view. Before I used to just see everything from my point of view and obviously because you are you and I am me and they are they and he is he and she is she type of thing you know. You can only feel what's in your own mind and it's hard sometimes to see from someone else's point of view and especially because you don't know what's going on in anyone else's life uh, to the full extent. If you're really into meditation and you guys have looked at this before and I'm assuming some of you guys might have looked into this but your third eye basically you know the drug DMT it's like this crazy psychedelic drug uh, highly dangerous so I definitely do not don't go on doing it I've never done drugs or anything like that but I mean I've seen Joe Rogan talking about it and I've seen videos on YouTube of people talking about their crazy DMT experiences where you literally take it and you go into like another realm 
like everything just melts around you and you just go like in this crazy trip. DMT, that drug, very, very small amounts of it are actually produced in your liver, which is kind of crazy, scientists have uh, found. And you have a thing in your brain called the penile gland. It's actually located right above your eyebrows, about an inch or two above your eyebrows, almost in the center of your forehead. Um, if you put your fingers right above your forehead and you know, right above your eyebrows, you'll feel a little indent and people say that's where your penal gland actually is. And the penal gland is a real thing, okay? That's not like a magical spiritual thing. That is a very real thing and it's a part of your brain and it's known in the spiritual world as your third eye because it produces DMT. Now, we haven't seen that it produces DMT in humans, but we have found that it produces DMT in rats, that it produces DMT in your own brain. Okay, so ironically, I just went for dinner with my family and we all ended up getting in a massive discussion about third eyes, which is kind of crazy. I guess it's just because I was talking about it and then I brought it up with them. Your third eye allows you to see from so many multiple perspectives other than your own, and it just gives you like this better understanding of everything that that's going around from you. I mean, let's just think of a random situation. You think of that situation from your point of view. So for me, it would be from a 19 year old Irish teenager called Devin who was interested in computer science. And depending on the situation, I might have a personal involvement with that situation. So my own emotions and my own opinions and um, my own views and you know opinions and stuff like that will have an impact on the actual event. And the thing is that 10% of your life you can actually control and then the other 90% is how you react to the events that you can't control. So obviously something might happen to someone and then another thing might happen to another person. They react to it completely differently and they'll both come out with two completely different experiences and it's kind of crazy. I mean, a good way I could explain this is let's just take school. You can have two people who go through high school or secondary school, depending on where you guys go, if you're like from Europe or if you're in America or anywhere like that. But this lasts for about six years, at least in Ireland it does. And you could have someone start from first year and go all the way to their sixth year and come out as two completely different people. And the reason they have done that is because they've interpreted those experiences in completely different ways. They will come out as different students, get different grades, and be interested in different subjects. And some people are like, that's just how people work. You know, everyone is different. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Everyone is different because everyone reacts to situations in their own way. It's not the situation, it's how you react to the situation that determines the outcome. The final benefit that I have realized from all of this is that it just puts me in a good mood. I mean, some days you wake up and naturally in a good mood. You're like, ah, oh, such a great day outside. You know you're going to get a lot of stuff done. You know you're going to have a good day. Other days you wake up, you're like, you know, you're not really in the mood to work or do anything productive. You just want to sit around all day. Regardless of whether you wake up having a good day or a bad day, doing meditation is going to make your day a lot better. So, if you're having a bad day and you meditate, it's going to make you feel a lot better. And if you wake up on a good day, well, then you're just going to feel absolutely amazing. You're going to feel like you're on cloud nine, literally. You're just going to feel so enlightened. It just makes you, it makes you feel so good. It makes you appreciate everything around you and it makes you feel more grateful. And it's hard to explain because unless you guys have actually done it and experienced it for yourself, it can be hard to be like, I don't see how this really works. You know, it's something that you just have to try 
So don't doubt it until you try it. So guys, that is it for today's podcast episode. As always, if you'd like to go and check me out on other platforms, be sure to go and check out the description down below. If you guys want to go and check me out on YouTube, Spotify, CastBox, Anchor, PocketCast, or any other podcasting platform, then make sure to go and do that because I know some people have their preferences and maybe you like Spotify more than YouTube or you might like YouTube more than Spotify or some other podcasting platform. And also, guys, I am very happy to announce that I have started a merchandise store, so I don't expect a mini a lot of people to go and check it out, but if you guys are interested in that, go and check it out in the description, and if you guys enjoy the podcast, you can also donate to me whatever amount of money you want, or as little as you want, or no money at all, over on Patreon, and I'd like to say guys that any money that is invested, and any money that you guys donate to me, will be put straight back into upgrading equipment for the podcast, and obviously you guys don't have to donate if you don't want to, but if you like it, and would like me to do more, and make better quality podcasts, you guys can go and check that out, as well guys, Ah, oh, shameless plugs all over this place, but look, we're at the end of the podcast anyway, so it's okay, but if you guys would like to go and check me out on Twitter, see what I'm up to when I'm not making podcast episodes, then make sure to go and follow me at the Self Help Uni, link to that will be down in the description. So guys, thank you so much for listening, I hope you all have an amazing day, stay grateful, and I'll see all you amazing people on the next podcast episode.